Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Adventure Podcast. We're your host, Daniel and Bonnie Hoover, and we're so glad you're with us today. Yes, we are glad you're with us today. So we have, uh, the past few weeks, with the exception of last week, we took mm-hmm. a break for a little 100th mm-hmm. episode party. We've been talking about the uh, the love languages, kind of diving into those. Our, um, our second episode, we interviewed Dr. Gary Chapman about him. Yes. And so it's only fitting that 100 episodes later, mm-hmm. we dive back in. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. At 200 episodes, we should probably do it again. <laughs> well, truly, the love languages are something that you can revisit because if you, you sometimes forget, you forget that it's, and it's a very That's helpful right. tool. I mean, it's kind of like you've got a whole bag of tools in your, in your relationship um, toolbox. Tool yeah. And um, this is one of those that's really good to kind of revisit. You, you know, you, you work on communication, you work on all kinds of different things, but love languages is something that, yep. that we found that if you lean into that and, and we forget to do that from time to time, but. It's really good to lean into. I feel like most Americans probably revisit every hundred episodes. So that's <laughs> probably, probably good for say. us to do too. But what's interesting is, you know, you're doing research for podcasts and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And I came across this website and um, we're not getting paid to in, for an endorsement. So I'm not going to endorse them. But anyway, <laughs> so I came across this website and they had done all this research. And so they surveyed over 2,000 Americans about the love language they like to give and receive most. Now, yeah. 2,000 sounds like a lot. And in the scope of people that I know, it is. But in the scope of the United States, it's really not. And so uh, so it was really interesting. They had some key findings in that. Uh, and so here, here they are. So quality time is America's favorite love language to receive. Everybody likes some quality time. Everybody loves just hanging out, spending time. Mm-hmm. But that's not the favorite love language to express. Do you know what that was? Mm. It's, well, it's right in front of you on the computer. Acts of service. Mm. It's America's favorite to express. Okay. And I think it's, um, I think it's easier probably for a lot of people to express acts of service. Well, sure. If I can't spend a lot of time with you, I can just, you know, like clean the house for you or do something for you while, yeah. you know, to help. Everybody can do that. And the least popular is your least popular. Gifts. Receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. Which is really, I guess we've known that. We see that in couples that we work with. That I don't know. That would, that would least, seem like that would be the easiest, though. That would seem the easiest. You just give somebody something to kind of show them you love them. That's what mm-hmm. we do at Christmas, what we do at birthdays. It's like, okay, so at birthdays, you you always go out and get a, a gift for somebody, but that's not how most people receive love. That's true. So that's for true. somebody's birthday, maybe you... Need to change that. Yep. And then uh, throughout their life, 65% say uh, preferred love language has changed. Mm. And that was true with me. Mm-hmm. I think when we first got married, um, when we started this adventure, mine was gifts because that's kind of the way I learned growing up, right? And then I marry you who cares mm. nothing about gifts. I'm so sorry. I deprived um, you. <laughs> that's quite all right. And um, <laughs> and mine has changed now in yeah. over 20 seven years now yours is quality time primary Um, quality time and um that's probably primary and then words Words. i think Mm -hmm. are in there yep oh and then this is interesting in relationships that didn't work out 41 percent say love languages were not understood 
Hmm. Oh, that makes sense. So that's why we're doing this podcast. That's right. And in a hundred more, we're going to do it again. <laughs> so this was interesting, though. They also had a map of the United States. Now, not mm-hmm. every state. There's about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve <laughs> states that aren't represented here. Yeah. Um, but uh, but they 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 don't. They're not loving states. <laughs> they're not loving states. Do not visit those states. They um. They showed what the popular love language to express by each state. Mm. So we're here in the good old state of Georgia and drumroll, physical touch. We like hugs, (laughs) y'all. That's true. (laughs) Come on. We're in the South. Bring it in. Shake my hand. Give me a good old pat on the back and a hug. So the Southeastern states, um, Louisiana is quality time, Mississippi. Quality time. Florida. Florida's quality time. Uh, they're not really southeast. They're northern Cuba. Cuba. <laughs> so, <laughs> so We're surrounded. And, and South Carolina. We're, South Carolina. We're su- surrounded by quality time. They like to sit on the porch and hang out. Except With the exception of uh, Alabama. Alabama's words of affirmation. And Tennessee. And then uh, North Carolina and Tennessee, their acts of service. Texas, acts of service. Kansas, acts of service. Okay. Arizona, California, New York, all acts of service. Ohio, that's Ohio, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's really interesting. This map mm. of uh, Missouri is physical touch for all our Missouri friends out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nevada, wow, very very interesting map. So today we're going to dive into uh, the last love language that we're going to be talking about, and that is both of our love languages: quality time. Yes, because I have suckered you into quality time. That's right. And speaking of quality time. Mm. I love getting away. Yes. Now, Bonnie, do you like going on marriage retreats? Mm-hmm. Mm, not. Mm. Not particularly. No. Why? Well, well, I mean, I don't. I mean, they're okay, but it's it's more like a youth camp where for adults where you spend time. But if I'm wanting to invest in our marriage, it's not your preferred. Way. It's not my preferred way to grow in our relationship. That's true. That's why. At the Marriage Adventure, we offer private marriage retreats. So, if you want a weekend away, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you want a little bit of marriage enrichment and growth and connection in your marriage, then go to themarriageadventure.com and check out our private marriage retreats. Man, you get two, three nights, three days, excuse me, two nights, three days Mm -hmm. at the Little White Barn and it's our family's 10-acre hobby farm in the foothills of North Georgia. We provide breakfast both mornings, three hours of customized coaching for you and your spouse, and then the rest of the time is yours to do whatever you want. Get out, see things, go do fun things, or just kick back, do a little fire, pet the donkeys, pet the horses. Check it out, marriageadventure.com. Well, that is a great way to kick off our discussion about quality time because, you know, getting away and being able to spend time together just one-on-one, that's a big deal. And and I think you have figured that out because that's my primary love language. That's what you usually do for, like, um, my birthday. You figured out you've leaned into that, and I love that. I love that we have time together and, and just be able to spend some quality time. Um, well, I have to because you're – impossible to buy gifts for so so it is much easier to say oh okay let's do this is great you can always just buy me another donkey (laughs) that is you are you are uh gifts when it comes to donkeys um but like in a couple weeks our kids are going to youth camp Mm -hmm. and um 
and we're going to get seven days with just us yeah. at our favorite vacation destination. Yep, the little white barn. Our farm. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, and so that is, I mean, that's the way I, I express love, mm-hmm. too, is just hanging out and spending time together, good quality time. Well, let's talk about quality time for people who this is maybe, maybe it's not your love language, but maybe it's your spouse's, and maybe we can help you discover what what it looks like so that you can say, ah, that's how they feel loved. And um, so quality time is dedicating our full attention and dedication. Um, There's just giving that dedicated time to the person that we love. And it could look like a lot of things. It could look like sitting on the couch and connecting, reading in a park together, hanging out after a long day or taking a road trip. And um, it just really means you're giving your undivided attention to somebody for a quality. So we talk about quality time, but I think it also has to involve some amount of quantity. Yeah. Um, it's eliminating distractions and letting them know that you're, you're focusing on them. And this is one of those love languages that can have a different dialect. Mm. Um, I think our dialects can be a little bit different mm-hmm. meaning. Yeah. Um, so, so what you want to explain what that means? Yeah. So when I first met Bonnie, um, mm-hmm. we both spoke, spoke uh, English, and uh, we were both from Georgia, but there were words I could not understand <laughs> that were coming out of your mouth. I'm like, what, what, can you say that again? Because Bonnie has a good South Georgia dialect, and I'm uh-huh. from middle Georgia, this town called Warner Robins, if you familiar with Georgia at all, it's right in the middle of the state, but in, in most people call it South Georgia. If you're from Atlanta, anything below Atlanta is uh-huh. South Georgia. It's really middle Georgia where I'm from, and in not that that really matters, but Warner Robins is, it's an Air Force town. It's a military town. So there's a lot of people from a lot of different places that come there. Yeah. And so you will find some good Southern draws, but you find a slew of different dialects. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I found your slew of dialect down in South Georgia College. And so when we met, <laughs> it took me a minute. And, uh, <laughs> and now, um, I don't know if your dialect is watered down and uh-huh. not so good anymore or if uh-huh. I'm just used to it uh-huh. so if you're listening to the podcast you can um, you can reply and let us know if Bonnie has a good southern accent but that's oh, so we we can speak the same language but have different dialects well I'll say this this is why I never listen back to our podcast I love it I think I it's don't, awesome because I can't stand to hear myself talk so no for all can, of you out there that are not tuning in frequently because of my accent I understand yeah, it right. and I'm they're, sorry they're not out there <laughs> you're the only one that doesn't like it so it's Beautiful and endearing. So, all that back to say, we have different dialects, meaning <laughs> what quality time. You want to stop talking about I'm, your voice. I want to stop talking about my voice, and I'm, I'm probably going to try to no. water down. And, okay. Sink into that southern okay. draw. So, when it comes to the dialect, it might mean with quality time that, so you can feel like we're spending quality time together if we're binge watching something sitting in the same room or this is quality time to me recording the podcast yes. quality time to you um just hanging out with other people as long as we're together is quality time to you mm-hmm. but for me my dialect means i need that undivided i'm i'm needy i guess i need undivided attention phones off just like last night the kids were at vbs and we just hung out we had dinner together and we just sat by the down by the um Fire pit. Fire pit. Thank you. I words are hard in my southern drawl, I guess. But um, <laughs> fire pit. Fire pit. So we sat down there and just hung out, and that to me was g- great quality time. I'm feeling today like my love tank is full because we had some good quality time yesterday. Well, let's just get this right. All right, we spent half the time by the fire pit, and then you went and spent quality time 
with Peaches and Stormy, the donkeys, and you <laughs> sat and they came over and loved on you. So that But that, that was helped fill mostly up your about the time the kids were supposed to get home. Right? So I okay. <laughs> quality time, Daniel. Quality time. With me or with the the, the animals. Yes, it's great. Yes. You love that too. Well, and that's the same like in my really close friendships. Um, one of my closest friends, we don't give gifts for birthdays. We go and intentionally spend at Christmas. We'll do dinner out or for birthdays. We take each other out for dinner and just sit and have quality time. That's, yep. you know, that's kind of the way. And, and, and I'll say this in the society we live in, quality time is a, is a uh, valuable treasured gift that you can give somebody because mm-hmm. we're so busy. We're from thing to thing to thing. Um, and to actually put someone on your calendar in today's society, even if it's your spouse, to put your spouse on your calendar, that's showing them love. Well, I often heard that you can tell tell what's important to a man or a person, an individual, by uh, how they spend their money and what's on their calendar. Yeah. Looking at their, well, used to, looking at their calendar and their checkbook. Mm-hmm. We don't have checkbooks anymore, but. Hey, I do. You do, but most I people do. don't. Yes. So. Here, there's a, you know, we, we look at love languages and, and so many times people are like, well, are those really like biblical? Well, Jesus didn't talk about love languages, but we do see him express them in different ways. And okay. one way that we see this, you know, when it comes to our relationship with God, we can express our love through quality time too. I mean, mm-hmm. God desires that we spend time with him and so much so that Jesus actually put skin on and come to came to earth to spend time time walking around and show us what relationship to Mm. God looks like and it's it's not about religion it's about that fellowshipping with him and walking with Mm. him and spending time quality time with him is how we grow in our walk with him and and then we see how he lived in relationship to God the father he understood that his father was his source of life Mm -hmm. and Christ is that source of life for us Mm -hmm. You know, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Mm-hmm. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And so by spending quality time with his father, he knew that was his his source. To get refilled. Yeah. His the love father tank living full, you his know? life through him. Yeah. And then in the same way, he, he tells us, you know, abide in me as I abide in you and you'll bear mm-hmm. much fruit. And so we don't abide in each other in our relationship, mm-hmm. but that is how in our marriage, how we can fill up that love tank, how we can stay on the, and I think there's just some good practical applications of that. Mm-hmm. But before I say that, let's go, let's look at Luke 15 or Luke five sixteen. He would withdraw to desolate places and pray. Mm-hmm. And you saw Christ do that consistently throughout mm-hmm. the gospels. He consistently withdrew mm-hmm. from people, which probably wore him out. And, yeah. and he went to isolated, desolate places to spend time with his father. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then Mark 1, 35 says, And rising very early in the morning, while it was still dark, he departed and went to a desolate place, and there he prayed. Yeah. He went and spent that quality time with the father because he knew, man, my day is going to get away from me. It's going to get busy. And I think we do allow so much in society to infiltrate our time and take it take it all before we even are thoughtful or mindful of one the time we spend allowing the Lord to fill us up mm-hmm. and then the time we spend and dedicate to 
our spouse. And, and your mama has always said this. She said, people do what they want to do. That's true. And we spend time with people that are important to us. We make a way to do the things we want to do. And I know life is busy, but if I am not spending quality time with you, then then it, I'm not investing in our relationship. And that, mm-hmm. that can get away from us. Mm-hmm. And there's so, what are some of the advantages? Not just that that's the way I speak love or that's the way you speak love, mm-hmm. but what are some of the advantages, even for if you're listening today, if someone's listening today and maybe this isn't their their, their uh, love language, it still has massive advantages for their marriage. Yes. What are What are some of those by spending time with your spouse? Well, it's hard to know somebody if you don't spend time with them. It's hard to know who they are as a person it's hard to grow in that relationship and and over time well I mean we've said before that we've heard that every 10 years someone becomes a, a different person mm-hmm. well if I am taking chunks out of that so it's it's a problem that a lot of times people will almost take a break from their marriage to raise their kids mm-hmm. and if I'm not investing in our marriage and spending time with you I won't know you in 10 years. You won't know me in 10 years, and we won't be on the same page raising our kids. No. Right? We won't be on the same page there. We won't have a healthy foundation to raise our kids from. Mm-hmm. Um, if we don't do this, then the kids eventually begin to see uh, maybe there's I'm— There's a fracture. Maybe, yeah, there's a fracture in the foundation. There's a fracture in my parents' relationship, and maybe I can call the shots in this family. And I don't think kids verbal or mentally probably— go through those but that's what begins to happen mm-hmm. in their actions and in their their maybe in their minds and so there's so many benefits to spending quality time with your spouse absolutely so what are some of those let, let's just talk practically so maybe this is off your radar maybe your acts of service and you're just like okay I use I'm used to like like cleaning the house for my spouse I'm used or I'm I'm good at giving gifts or I'm good at telling them how I feel about them but I'm not so good on the quality time thing what are some tips for, for spending some good quality time with your spouse? Well, one thing is you're going to have to put it on the calendar, probably. If you're busy, if you've got a job, you're going to have to make, mm-hmm. um, make it a priority in, yeah. your, in your day, in your week, in your weekend, and set that aside. Um, but then also, just practically speaking, uh, make sure you establish eye contact, um, especially if you're the one whose love language is quality time, mm-hmm. then then this tells your loved one that you can see them, you're focused on them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's hard to establish eye contact when I'm looking at my phone. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, there's so many times I'm like, I wish those things didn't even exist. Many times. <laughs> I, I'll tell you, man, if I could go back to a flip phone, I would. There were so many benefits of it. Absolutely. It fit in your pocket better, too. It just small. <laughs> slide down just in there. Slide, I, know. Yeah, I know, but the thing is, we've become You could so hang dependent. up on people. Like, you could <laughs> flip that thing down and really make a statement. Oh, yeah. You can't do that with smartphones. No, that's probably not a good key to quality time is hanging up on people. <laughs> um, another would be to stay in the moment with them. Um, and this is interesting. According to lifehack.org, the number one quality that women find most attractive in men is the ability to enjoy the present moment. You know, what's funny is we, we said that um, at uh, a church we were speaking at a few weeks ago, and I noticed that when we said that, I don't know about every, but every, most every woman's head in the, 
in the room was like, yes. yes. Oh, it was on a Kahoot game we were yes. doing with them. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those multiple choice answers. Mm-hmm. And all the women were like, yep. Yeah. So if you're listening today and you're a lady, do you agree with that? Yeah. The thing you find most attractive is in, in men, or one of the things, is the ability to stay in the present moment. Well, that's hard. I mean, because your mind is constantly jumping, is looping to different things. It's from one thing. It's like I feel like my uh, my head is full of spaghetti strands. <laughs> yeah. And I can and I go back and forth, and, I, and it's hard to unravel and see what. It's like my thoughts jumping all the time, and and it's hard to stay in the present moment because I'm already right now thinking about what I need to do in the next 30 minutes and, mm-hmm. and where I need to go and what the rest of my day holds. And it's hard to stay present in the moment. And if you're just hanging out and spending time, sometimes we don't think we're being productive. Yeah. You feel like you're just, okay, I'm wasting time. Mm-hmm. But there's not time lost when you're connecting with your spouse. Just even just sitting, staring, talking about non-important things. Mm-hmm. We have, we're in a society that says you've got to be productive all the time. You've got to be doing and, something all the time. And our understanding of what is productive is skewed. Yes. So that's when in the moment with your spouse is the productive thing. Absolutely. With your kids is the For productive sure. thing. Yep. And I don't wrestle, you know, when you're a simple person, <laughs> you really don't have to wrestle with too many things going on through your head. I like spaghetti. <laughs> I really do. I, uh, okay. um, I think another way is um, be truly interested in what they're saying or feeling. Hear them. See them. Uh, strive to understand them. And this is where good listening mm-hmm. skills play in. If you can bring, man, if you could bring great listening skills into your quality time with your spouse, mm-hmm. <laughs> that is... I feel like that's very attractive to a woman. Oh, yeah. If somebody can, if you can sit and hear me and listen to me. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And that does play into my quality time thing. If I know you hear me, then that's part of getting your undivided attention. I hear you. I'm hearing you right now. (laughs) I'm so glad. Yeah. 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 To be able to empathize with them, to be able to understand what they're saying. Um, And then explain the concept of bookending. What is that? Bookending. Well, for us, it's kind of like, that beginning of the day and ending of the day. It's the, if I can get a little bit of time at the beginning of your day, and everybody can't do that because sometimes you're rushing out, you're getting kids off to work. But even if it's the um, the end of my day is spending a little bit of time, that pillow talk, we've always said we go to bed at the same time every night. And we, even if it's 10 minutes before we drift off to sleep, we have in some way connected mm-hmm. and, and just had a moment to talk um, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's that pillow talk that's just so important because it does feel like quality time when all the distractions are gone, the, the phones have been set aside, turned off, you know, the kids are in bed, the TVs are off, all those things, and we're, it's just one-on-one. It's it's quality. So that's a good way. If, you, if you're like, I don't have time to do this any other time, well, then try the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, that's good. So what are some uh, things that we can do, activities we can choose to better Cultivate quality time, like with you. Well, it's really not so much about what we're doing. It's more about just the attention in the moment. Um, so you don't, I mean, you don't mind just hanging out with other people, going to the movies, different no. things like that. You just want to make sure that at some point in that week, yes, uh, before it gets too long away from us, mm-hmm. we've connected one-on-one. Absolutely. So it's not like that's the only kind of quality time no. you want. You no. just need to make sure that it's in the... It's in the mix. Well, let's talk about your, your, what you feel like is quality time. Okay. What is that? What for you is the quality time? 
We don't have, we're going off script now. It's getting kind of scary, huh? (laughs) (laughs) No, I, um, I mean, I do. I love, I love just hanging out, love hanging out with the kids, Mm -hmm. going to the movies, love doing whatever, just being, Mm -hmm. being, being Mm -hmm. together. Um, but I do, uh, we say that you, you like the more Mm one-on-one. I do like that too. I think you, um, you're better at pointing it out that we haven't had that. Um, and, uh, and bringing that up. And mm-hmm. so, but I do, I do like that too. Like, I'm really looking forward to the kids going away to these camps. I love our kids. I do love them. And I love them when they're not here too. <laughs> so, I mean, that's great. But I love it when they come back. Yes. After yes. they've been gone and left us alone. Yeah. So <laughs> I love them. I love them all, all the way. But I'm really looking forward to loving them while they're at youth camp. Yep. Well, and I think for me, that's the important thing is that we we are intentional about the daily. Mm-hmm. And then we're intentional about at least weekly. Like yesterday was great for me. I would be great for, you know, another another night of this week. I mean, I would take every, you know, the chance to have a couple of hours yeah. a couple of times a week. Um, well, and truthfully, the kids like being away from us for they seasons do. two. And, they do. And it's always, I was gone um, this past weekend. My dad had a. A little incident, and uh, and so I went down to to be with my parents for about four or five days, and he, he was in the hospital and different things like that, and so spent the time down there with them. And man, I was ready to get back, and so it was a really sweet homecoming when mm-hmm. I came back, and uh, and so it's good to what do they say? Absence makes the heart grow fonder, mm-hmm. but um, but it is good to get back. Absolutely. So. so yeah, for us, for me, it's just making sure that we are intentional about that time, mm-hmm. and sometimes. Your spouse may be asking you for that, and you're not. It's driving you crazy that we just need a date night. We need. Then they're they're telling you loud and clear their quality time, mm-hmm. and that's what they're saying is, I just want some time with you to sit and talk with you and to spend without the phones one on one. And this is what it's what you just did. You said, Bonnie, what does that look like for you? Mm. And ask your spouse what their dialect is, mm-hmm. and and for me to say, does it mean we just hang out we do whatever with everybody okay if that's quality time to you I'm going to try to give that to you and if quality time for me means one-on-one then it's asking them yeah seeing how what's your dialect how can I how can I fill your love tank with quality time um you know what I'm doing right now what? I'm hearing you <laughs> I heard that you have spaghetti in your head I understand uh-huh. I'm here for you okay all right well that's a wrap on love languages you know what I love? I do love about this book is it is not only just um, when we were first married, it was really just kind of in Christian circles. Mm-hmm. It's worldwide now. And uh, and so I think God can use even a, it's a Christian book that's, that's not just a Christian book mm-hmm. and God can do whatever he wants and use whatever he wants. And so I pray that God will draw people to himself through this book. But I mean, I was listening, I was watching something the other day that was not a Christian program and they mentioned their love language. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, wow. I mean, that's just, this isn't a movie that has right. nothing to do with anything about this. And they, they mentioned it. And so um, good for you, Dr. Gary Chapman, man, <laughs> that, that, that you've been able to have this kind of influence on marriages. And so I pray that, pray that as you've listened to these past few episodes, maybe it's shed a little more light and helped you guys a little bit more. Y'all have a great week. Hey, if you enjoy this podcast, uh, make sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. And also you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Marriage Adventure.